First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody. Episode 716 of First Class Fatherhood. I am happy and honored, as always, to be here with you guys. Singer and songwriter Jake Scott joins me on the podcast today. Jake Scott was named as one of People Magazine's Emerging Artists last year. Jake's music has been streamed more than 600 million times. He's got a brand new smash hit single, Married Young, which is dedicated to his wife, Rachel. And that will be a part of his debut album called Lavender, which will be out later this year. Jake Scott's been featured on the Today Show, the Kelly Clarkson Show, Good Morning America. He's getting more popular by the day. Honored to have him on the podcast today. Jake Scott will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Jake Scott was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. If you're going to watch today's conversation between the singer-songwriter and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and don't forget about so many of the other musicians or music dads that have stopped by the podcast here before. Just if you flip it back one episode to 715, the founder of All for One and the lead singer, Jamie Jones, stopped by. Also, many stars have stopped by, such as Donny Osmond, Justin Moore, Lee Greenwood, Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys, Logic, and so many others. So please go through the archives and check them all out. Don't forget to follow my new show, The Alec Lay Show. That goes live on Rumble every Tuesday and Thursday. You can also catch it on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. I get much more deeper into the political conversations on that show. And tomorrow on the Alec Lay Show, I will be joined by Kerry Lake. So if you want, get over. The link is down there in the description below and check out the new show, the Alec Lay Show. Follow me on Instagram at Alec underscore Lace for all of the upcoming guests on both First Class Fatherhood and the Alec Lay Show. And Mike Lindell over at MyPillow has got the biggest sale, the biggest sale of the year, the blowout sale, 4th of July sale, up to 80% off over on MyPillow.com. Take advantage of all the savings by using the promo code FATHERHOOD. So get over to MyPillow.com. Mike has got the absolute biggest sale I think he's ever had, the July 4th blowout sale, up to 80% off. Use the promo code FATHERHOOD to maximize your savings. All right, so let's jump into this. As always, please help me spread the word about today's podcast. Every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list, let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. You guys know it. Father's Day is every day right here on the podcast. Here comes my interview straight up with Jake Scott on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Jake Scott. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Amazing. Thank you so much for having me. Well, it's a pleasure to have you here. Let's start it like this. How many kids do you have? How old are they? I've got two under two. I've got a daughter, Ruby, who will be two in August. And then I have a son, Shepard, who is eight weeks old. So we are in the thick of two under two right now. Wow. Yeah. You, you, you still got the price tag on him. You still can get the rebate on him. Uh, what about you guys? Look, you're gonna, I know it's early now, but you're looking to break the tie there. Are you, are you two into one and one? Are you done? Are we going for more? I think we're going to die. We're going for more, man. The second we were in the hospital and I was looking at my son, I looked at my wife, Rachel. I was like, we got to have more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm right there. I, think, I think we're at least going to go for one more. Oh. 
don't know what happened there. I think it broke. You still got me? I got you. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know what that interruption was. Yeah. You said you were going to you, you go for one, potentially two more, and then you broke. That's the, that's my goal. We'll see. We'll see how we feel after the next one. So. Yeah, we had we had three boys first, then finally got our girl on the fourth try. So if we did if we didn't get her on four, we we'd probably have five by now. But we got her, and that that's the name of that tune over here. How old are your kids? Uh, seventeen, fifteen, twelve, and eight. Wow. That's so I have a I have a senior in high school starting in September, which is very very hard to believe. So as <laughs> they say, uh, it does move pretty quick. Uh, but if you could, Jake, please just just for those who don't know, take a second to hit my listeners with a little bit about your background and what you do. Yeah, so I'm Jake Scott. I am a singer-songwriter. I live out in Los Angeles, and uh, I am basically just, I've I'm been touring the world. I've been uh, putting out a song a month for the last three years or so, and, and now I'm, I've just wrapped my, my debut album that's going to be coming out this fall and uh, just released a single uh, a couple weeks ago called Married Young. Yeah, I'm going to jump into the into married young in just a second here. I know you said when you when your first child was born, you said, oh, we got to have more. But take me back then. How old were you when you first became a dad? And how did that experience change your perspective on life? Great question. I was Ruby was born when I was 29, 29 years old. And it, I mean, changed my perspective on life in every way, you know, just like one realized that. I am not the most important thing in my life anymore at all, that there is literally someone who completely depends on me. Even with my wife, Rachel, it's like you're an adult, like you can take care of yourself. You have your own life, your own self, like although we are incredibly dependent on each other, like push comes to shove, you're going to be okay. But when I look at Ruby, I'm like, you wouldn't survive without without me, without us. And so it's just like it's it's a really beautiful thing to realize um that the world doesn't revolve around you and uh, i think that was a big thing for me it also just showed me how much time i wasted man so much time spent thinking i was busy when i had no idea yeah and and, and that's that's why i wanted to jump into your song there too married young there is this like um I guess I, I don't know, the warning you constantly get from people of uh, don't get married too young and, uh, you know, wait till you're older to have kids or to think about do all this other stuff first. And then but really your life really begins with marriage, It really begins with building a family. It's really the, the main purpose and the most fulfilling thing you're going to have in your whole life. So that's why I love the fact that you, you that the song was a hit married young. We, we you know, I, I always try to be an advocate for fatherhood, for parenthood, for marriage. I just think it's we need to start celebrating these things and it's not the end of the world. So what was the inspiration for you did you get those warnings as you were coming up the pipeline there and what, what, what was the genesis of the song here 100 man i mean i i met my wife rachel i had just moved to la five days prior i moved from arkansas to california and i met i met my wife that first weekend that i was in town and pretty quickly was just head over heels in love with her and i just knew beyond a shadow of a doubt i knew like this is the person i want to spend the rest of my life with and I had all these people telling me like, oh man, you're so young. Like this isn't the time to settle down. This is the time to get out there. Like go see who's who is out there, go meet everybody. And I was like, anyone I meet from here on out, I'm gonna be comparing them to her. So why would I even waste the time when it's like, she's here, she's right there. I wanna be with her now. Why give myself this, this time to go, you know, find myself 
just to say that I did so that this guy doesn't think I'm weird when I can go find myself with the love of my life, you know, like, and to me, like, yeah, I was completely broke. I had no career going really at all. I had no plan for how I was going to get my career going, but I just, I knew she was it and I've never looked back and, and it's the greatest decision I've made in my life. Cause yes, we've had a lot of uh, interesting times in our life just really growing up together and me figuring out like how do i you know make a little bit of money how do i support a family how do i pay taxes all that stuff that you don't know when you're 22 years old but like we figured it out together and now we've got two kids and yeah it's just it's the best thing in the world yeah very similar and i love that testimony jake and i i met my wife when i was 23 uh we got married six months later Uh, And we started having our kids the the following year. And, uh, you know, and we've been married now 18 years. So it's been um, and it it is that I mean, and it's it's not an easy path by any stretch of the means, but it is something that you get to experience and grow together as you take this journey. And a lot of people I think I don't know if it's because of the way society has this thing now, but it's a lot of people uh, give up at the first sign of any type of conflict or any type of struggle or adversity. And they're ready to jump ship and they think like, oh, there's going to be some kind of something better on the horizon if I give up right now. When realize if they just realize if they push through those moments, how much greater their marriage will be, how much greater the relationship would be. And that's why I think we need those messages out there. And then the other part of this is a lot. And I, and I can't stand when a lot of parents do this. They'll, they'll try to like, you know warn the young dad or the about to be dad and say, oh, just wait until you can't sleep at night. Just wait till the kid starts talking. Just wait till the, the baby's uh, diapers are dirty and all the time. And they give you these warnings instead of turning that around and saying hey just wait till you get to have a conversation with your child just wait till you get to take your kid to the ball game and we need yeah. more guys to be ambassadors for fatherhood yeah man that's beautifully said because like it, it, you do hear that all the time that people make it sound like you're in prison and it's like <laughs> man this sounds horrible and then you experience it and it's like this is the opposite yes of course there's moments where you look up in the sky and you're like please god help me i can't sleep i don't know what to do i can't get this baby stuff but then you your child looks at you and smiles and it's just like i i don't care about anything else in the world than this right now it's the greatest thing on the planet yeah now as far as obviously the married young was an influence but has becoming a father has that changed you as far as being a songwriter and a singer and what songs you're going to choose to write and sing oh good question yeah it definitely has it definitely has because you know now when i'm writing i know that my kids are going to hear this eventually you know and they're going to understand what i'm saying so like one i want them to be able to be proud of what i'm saying and it not be something that's like oh well we can't listen to this because dad's you know being saying xyz in the song but two i want i want the songs to be really honest so when they hear that song and they ask me like hey what are you talking about here i can tell them exactly what i'm talking about and I think that's something that's really, you know, helped me as a songwriter write from a really authentic place because I know that people, you know, I've got at least two people in my life that are going to want to know. Yeah, and I think that's part of it, too, is like I try to explain that to my kids as well. It's like you're not just representing yourself. You're representing the family like you you're representing our brand like what you know. So it's important that we we watch what we say. We we watch what we put on social media just because you're not just representing you now. We're all affected by your decisions. And that's part of being a part of the team and part of the family. And and, and what would you say then, Jake, are the top values that you hope to instill in, in your children growing up? Well, I think. 
the one one of the biggest values that I want to instill that has been hugely important for me as an adult is just be fully honest with everything. Honesty is is going to be the biggest key to you know authentic relationships to vulnerability to a relationship with your family just like being completely honest with who you are with how you feel with what you think and then you, then you can actually start from a real place and have an actual conversation because if there's any pretending or if there's any falsehood then then already you're starting from a place that's not authentic and, and not vulnerable and it took me a long and i'm still learning how to do that you know in in my marriage and and in my career and in my life, just learning how to be really honest. And I hope that my kids, you know, I can help instill that in them from a really young age in a way that, that I didn't necessarily have myself. Yeah. Well, well said. And I try to go through that with my teenagers, especially because when they hit the teenage years and you catch them lying and trying to explain to them, like, uh, I, I'm not getting upset because you lied. I'm upset because now I can't trust you, you know? And it's like, so trying to get them past that is very tricky and it's, it's, uh, it's challenging, but it's, like I said, I, my, my oldest, I've never had a senior in high school before. So these are all new things for me too. So it's part of that. Not only are the kids growing and developing, but I'm growing, developing and learning along the journey with it, which is what's really cool. Like, and I try to be as honest and transparent with them and say, look, I, you know, I never had a teenager before. I never, I never done this. So, uh, we kind of learn and grow together and willing to do, you know, especially when it comes to discipline, try to have a little bit more give and take, especially from the discipline that I grew up with. And I know your kids are very small yet, but, uh, what type of disciplinarian did you grow up with? Well, how were your parents as disciplinarian? Is that how you kind of plan on incorporating into being a disciplinarian yourself as a parent? I think, man, you're asking great questions. Um, you know, when it, I came from a pretty traditional uh, disciplined family, you know, like we got whenever I did anything wrong, like there was a spanking involved, there was grounding involved and stuff like that. But I, I, what I wish I would have gotten was a little bit more like, hey, let's talk about this. Like, what were you feeling when you did this thing? What what were you trying to do? Or were you just being an idiot and you wanted to jump off of that wall and you now are paying the consequences? And if that's the case, that's just the case. And for me, that was the case a lot of time. But then there were other times when, you know, I was, I did X, Y, Z because I was scared to do X, Y, Z and it got me in even more trouble. And so like if I, if I had just had the ability to be honest, again, bringing it back to that about what was the root reason of this thing, then we can kind of really get somewhere. And so I think with, with our kids, um, I, I want to really open up the conversation for real vulnerability and talk about like, hey, where where were you at emotionally in this moment? And uh, and also, you know, there's going to be times when they're just being kids and you just kind of got to deal with it there. And, and, and right now we are just now moving from like keeping our kids alive to now <laughs> starting to like sort of parent our, our oldest, but she's still not even two. So it's like she doesn't understand the reasoning here. So it's like I, I'm I'm I have no idea how to navigate that territory yet. Well, what does the bedtime routine look like with the, the child? Uh, you know, I, I love, you know, ringing, uh, reading, doing the lullaby song. Are you a lullaby guy? I mean, I know you're singing, you're singing some hits from the latest album. How, how does bedtime go? I mean, it's the like my kids hopefully one day are going to be like my dad made up the best songs for us. Because, I mean, <laughs> I'm putting their names into songs. I'm giving them little jingles. It's the best, you know. Uh, but yeah, bedtimes, you know, <clears throat> I kind of spearhead bath time. That's always been kind of a thing that, that I enjoy. And then we do some stories and I sing to them and, um, and then, you know, 
then it's a big wild west of like, is this going to go well? Is this not going to, and now that we have two, it's like, we had our, we have our daughter Ruby on such a good like routine. She's easy, but with Shepard, the, our youngest, it's, you know, he's only eight weeks old. So every night we're kind of like, who knows what's about to happen tonight. So <laughs> Yeah. Awesome. And, and so I know you said you were married at 22, a first child at 29. So you guys were married for a little bit before you had kids. What was it like for you to watch your wife, Rachel, uh, become a mom and take on that role of motherhood? Oh, it's, it's just beautiful. You know, you've experienced it. It's, there's nothing like it. Like seeing this, this person who has your entire heart, then loving your your child who has your entire heart with their entire heart it's just this crazy bonding experience of like i see her in such a new way of like she's nurturing and caring and loving and i see how obsessed our kids are with her and it just is such a yeah i don't know it's it's a it's a magnetic experience like and also just like being with her as she's going through labor and like giving birth to these children and like seeing how transformative of an experience that is in and of itself it's just the whole thing has just made me madly in love with her you know it's just been such a bonding experience yeah definitely on, on a different level for sure and and what about now i know you do a lot of the touring so what are some of the challenges of you you know blending the the, the road life with the family life what are some of the challenges of going on tour while being a dad here well i mean we try to to make make it a family event as much as we can you know it's it's not easy especially babies sleeping on a tour bus that's that's, <laughs> that's hit or miss um but yeah you know like we've definitely created a, we're still figuring out the system but we've created a system to where it's like they'll come out and be on the road with me for a few days or a time or it's like anytime i have a gap i'm i'm home even if it's just for 24 hours because that fills the tank at, you know, but I'm, I'm never gone more than a four to five weeks at a time on the tour. And within that, like I, we, we're almost never apart for more than like, I, I would love to keep it less than five days, but, um, some there, there's been a couple stretches where it's more and it's just way too long. So I, I'm, we're, we're still navigating that, that territory right now for sure. Yeah, and one of the obvious benefits, I think, to that today that they didn't have years ago is this type of FaceTime and know how easy it is to communicate. Uh, so, you know, you don't have to miss these things that we always miss by being, you know, working or being away. And so we can actually come right into the event, which is really a blessing for so many parents. It, it is a blessing. It definitely is not the same as the real thing, but it is for sure a blessing because, like, you know, they get to see your face. They get to light up when they see you and, and just kind of that recognition of kind of like, oh, like. He's not here, but that's still my dad, you know, so yeah, I'm definitely grateful for that. Well, obviously you have the, uh, the hit single out now, Married Young. When, when is the album dropping? What are you working on now? What's coming up next for you here? I just literally just finished uh, my, my debut album that Married Young is going to be a part of. Uh, I can't say exactly when the album's coming out yet because I haven't announced it yet, but it's coming this fall. And uh, I'm so, so, so excited about it. I've been putting, you know, the last year and a half into this this album and I just got the the final audio back like five or six days ago. So it's like I finally I'm there. I'm done. And and uh, yeah, it's Married Young was kind of the the, the beginning of something really fun that's, that's coming. So cool. Where does everybody go to find out uh, about you, about the album? Where, where did they go? Yeah, so music's anywhere you stream, anywhere you consume music, you can find me. Just look up Jake Scott, and then uh, Jake Scott Music is my my handle on all social media, so you can keep keep up with me there. I'm I'm posting all the time, keeping people up to date with what's going on. 
Awesome. Yeah. Links are down in the description below for this podcast episode. Last thing I want to hit you with here, Jake, I love to ask all the dads that I get on the podcast, what type of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about to be father who's out there listening? I think my advice would just be, be present, man. You know, cause like I've only got two kids and, and my daughter's not even two years old, but it, everyone says it, it goes so incredibly fast. And if you're not, present in the moment you're gonna look back and and miss it i i I think the one-liner would be you'll never remember the work you got done but you'll always remember the days you missed if you're not present in these days so it's it's the best thing ever yeah very well said i love the message it's been an honor for me i gotta say jake scott you're a first class father all the way and thank you so much for giving me a few minutes of your time here at first class fatherhood yeah thanks for having me this was awesome you have been listening to first class fatherhood please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood advice and wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.